Hello and welcome to Kicking Balls, the podcast where two 20-something Americans give out a whole lot of opinions on soccer as if they're fact. Hello. Hello. How's it going? We're back. Better than ever. It's been two weeks. I think. Yep. I was busy last week in New York delivering our girl Allie, her very first Premier League jersey. Yes. Um, I gifted her the beautiful purple Leeds kit um, from this year because she is a Leeds supporter. Maybe help Leeds actually. It's a nice, it's a nice looking jersey. I'll tell you that. Well, it's a Leeds, pretty, uh, pretty color. Leeds is a, uh, you know, launching themselves up the away from the relegation. Yeah, yeah. Shall so we talk- maybe that's uh, helping them out a little. That Shall extra- we talk premierly? Yes, this was a great segue, wasn't it? I try every once in a while to make it happen. Um, Moral of the story is Everton is uh, not doing so hot, but Leeds is four four points above relegation. They, yeah, they do have to play to play. I was looking at this this they weekend, actually. Know, they have yeah. to play City this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, but but I will say this. None of the other teams that are in similar boats as Leeds um, have, like, walks in the park. Like, everybody has to play. A, cl- a similar amount of like games like that yeah so I don't know that that's particularly a yeah. it'll be fun as we said on the last one we love a good relegation battle as long as our teams are not involved so we do we do indeed I feel bad but as a neutral it is entertaining and I do think it's a mark and I, I, I we've said this before but why European like football is so fun and how like the leagues are done because I think that like it really you really get chopped like you get some really good end of the season entertaining things when the bottom is super tight and the top is super tight so yeah the last couple weeks are there two weeks three weeks how many weeks are there left do we know I don't know um we have played up to Week 35 is the next week, according to this. Which, so 35, 36, 37, 38. There's four. Oh, so four. Oh, okay. That's good. Getting down to the Ah, wire. Down to the wire, indeed. We love to see it. Hell yeah. Um, Let's talk briefly. We can talk like the top of the table a little. I would like to say, as an Arsenal fan, I'd be amiss not to just mention the stupidity of my team every podcast, as I do. <laughs> um, we lost to Brighton, Southampton, and Crystal Palace all in a row. We have since and then turned around. Chelsea and United, and I hate myself. Because we actually <laughs> I, you scored four goals on Chelsea, but you lose to Southampton one nothing. Yes. Make that make sense. No. No, no, it doesn't make sense. It's infuriating. I hate it, but <laughs> I've come to learn that I think Arsenal will beat teams that are better than them, no matter what. 
But if we play like the bottom of the bottom, we're going to lose because we suck. <laughs> but that makes me feel potentially positive seeing as we have West Ham. Well, I'll take the back. We have West Ham and Tottenham, two games that we need to win. And at this rate might win, but then we also might lose to Leeds, Newcastle and Everton. So here we are. <laughs> well we'll see i guess most people um, would be pretty pleased with that lineup but me i'd rather have it be like man city liverpool all the top teams <laughs> at the rate that yeah. we're going yeah um some anyway. other results from from the Sorry. past weekend uh and i guess midweek last week anything else nah, nothing else that really interesting from midweek last week oh well, but Chelsea and united played today they played today yes that was a 1-1 draw great for arsenal yes i think that united looked not great and chelsea probably should have scored a lot more than they did yeah that sounds about right but um yeah yeah also this weekend chelsea beat west ham liverpool beat everton city absolutely thrashed watford Oh, wait, wait, it was a was 5-1. Oh, I saw that. Um, it was a Gabo Jesus masterclass. Whole bunch of goals there. How do I find... <clears throat> oh, sorry, I was no, trying like... to find like, past games and I can't seem to find it. <laughs> sorry. I was trying to look for um, Yeah, Gabby scored four goals at the weekend, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. the what's the sorry, everyone? I'm so sorry, I'm having technical difficulties to find what I'm looking for, which is the table. <laughs> Dear Lord, it is still a point in between City and Liverpool. This is what I was yes. trying to say. So sorry, I do apologize. Um, and it's gonna be an interesting end of the season. Honestly. City has Leeds, Newcastle, Wolves, West Ham, and Aston Villa. Which you would think could be all which wins. are are definitely some games that are not walks in the park for sure. Um, but I mean, frankly, every game for City is a winnable game. Should be like City yeah, never if, like yeah. City is never playing a game where they are the underdog, really, no. at this point. They're not. Um no. But um, so definitely some definitely some tough opponents, particularly when you're playing, you know, Leeds, who's fighting, sort of fighting a relegation, West Ham, and who's pushing for, you know, a European position. Yeah. Um, so there's some there's some games to be played here. But um, I will say too, Liverpool has a they have Newcastle, Tottenham, Aston Villa, Southampton, Wolves. If they were Arsenal. They'd lose four of those games. But, well, but um, I mean, like, they, I think Liverpool has a similar caliber of competition. Yeah. Tottenham um, being the one to stand out, hypothetically. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's a, a couple of the teams are literally the same. Um, yes. I think you said Wolves and Newcastle, they have both have to play. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like, it's it's a similar caliber of, of competition, I would say. Um, this could come down. Of, this could come down to the last weekend, right? Because if it stays how it is. Yes. Liverpool plays Wolves and who does City play? Uh, City's last game is Aston Villa. Mm. 
that would be a hell of an end of a weekend or end of the season is you go in both well just needing I guess city just needs to win or they need to tie or if they win out if they win out their games sitting and and Liverpool like if Liverpool wins out city has to win out no no right 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 no 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 I know that Liverpool needs to win out and city like if they just all went out city wins I got that yes I'm saying if they've won all one out and they come to the last game it will put pressure I think on city now I'm not saying they can't handle that pressure they definitely can but to make sure they I mean city have won city have won what four titles Premier I don't League think titles. That they're not going to do it. No, no, but I mean, fun. but I mean, two, but what I'm saying is, at least two of them were won on the final day. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, It'll still be fun for me. So, to watch. so that's not a strange. That's not a strange pressure for that for them to be under. No. Um, but it's fun. Don't they always play also, the games all at the same time too? Yes. Yeah. The last game of the season is always played. Eleven a.m. Eastern time. So is, that if which will be nine a.m. for me. Um, Fun as always yeah so that if if it does come down for the last day which usually at least for somebody it does like for re- either for it's relegation, a relegation i think too yeah either relegation or or the title it usually comes down to the last day for somebody so you're it's just sort of you're waiting for everybody's result you can't you don't find out what the other person that you need re- results for geez i can't speak okay. um we're both a little all over the place today but it's okay um no i think it'll be good I think it'll be fun. I'm not allowing myself to stress about Arsenal because Arsenal will do what they do and probably screw up per usual. Yeah. Um, but here we are. Yeah, it's definitely going to be, you know, all around, I think, both teams. I mean, at this point, I think, like, both teams, both City and Liverpool, just, like, know what they need to do. Um what will really be interesting if we if we want to transition a little bit. Um, what will really be interesting is if we are also in the midst of all of this, looking at a City Liverpool Champions League final. Yes. So let's, um, yeah, let's uh, transition to the Champions League. Um, which we had the first round of semifinals this week. We had City Real and Villa Real Liverpool. Um, both City and Liverpool came out on top to start and has begun the conversations of a City Liverpool final, which, as you were saying, would be pretty wild coming out of. This Premier League title chase. So, how will you feel if that happens? Um, I think that if that happens, I will literally no longer be a functioning person, <laughs> and it's looking more and more likely. Um, let's just talk the games. We'll talk about that for a second. Yeah, let's, start with, let's start with let's start with the City the Real game, which honestly was one of the most entertaining games I've watched. And I always, I keep saying that about games, but it was a very enjoyable game. Um, it was definitely a really good game. Um, I have a couple couple bones to pick. Um, 
mostly, you know, honestly, like, here's the thing. City performed well. I thought it was a good performance from City. Um, I will say it was really clear to me that the Real Madrid defense, like, or midfield, sorry, really missed Casemiro. Like, really a lot. (laughs) Because, like, they might as well not have had a midfield. And I know, like, and, like, I say this obviously as a City fan, but this is a, a fairly widespread opinion that City has one of the best, if not the best, midfields in the world, yes. right? Like, I would definitely say it's the best midfield, but, you know, Homer, bias, whatever. It's definitely up there, even if you are like, okay, maybe it's not the best. It's definitely amongst the best midfields in the world. There are not a whole lot of teams that City's midfield doesn't control. Um there's literally like, like I can't think of any midfields that outclass city's midfield. Um, so, so their midfield controlling the game is maybe not surprising, but the, the level of dominance over Madrid's midfield was a bit more than I was expecting. Um, because obviously like Modric and Cruz are world, they're old, but they are world-class midfielders. Yes, yes. Um, but I think that their, their age, was really exposed um in this game where they just could not could not keep up yeah um yeah um and i'll give them a little bit of you know a leeway there but uh madrid's back line was nothing short of a shit show Um, who was injured who was injured Someone wasn't so playing. Militao, Militao is his first game back from injury. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. And then Alaba got hurt. Did he get hurt or did they just sub him out at half? Because they were such a fucking wreck. Oh, I'm honestly I, not sure. I thought my announcers said that he got hurt, but maybe I missed. My announcers didn't hurt. say my announcers didn't say anything oh. about an injury. Oh, but I, I mean he, he got subbed at half. So that very well could have been true. But my announcers seem to think that it was more of a tactical change, but I'm honestly not sure. I could be totally wrong about that. Um, I, I, but I, I the commentators- could, But I could be wrong too. The commentators I was listening to, I didn't notice them say anything about an injury. Um, oh, he did. He um, aggravated an injury against Mad okay. Man City. Yeah. Gotcha. Doubtful okay. for return leg too. Okay. Well, not that it really matters. They were such a fucking shit show. Like it was, it was like, if I were a Madrid fan, I would have been embarrassed of the, their, their defensive effort. It was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. And and I I am a city girl, do or die. I love my players. I think they are almost all of them. I think they are amongst the best. I said almost, almost all of them. I think they are amongst the best players in their given positions, but like the way De Bruyne and, and Bernardo and Foden and Gabriel Jesus and Mares were just like running amok. Like it was like, like there was nobody there. Like the fact that City didn't have four goals by half was entirely their own fault. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, they should have had a lot more goals at the beginning. Like absolutely Mares not sliding it at that one across to Phil Foden was a disgrace. (laughs) And frankly, Foden did the same thing about two minutes later. He really should have slid it across rather than shooting himself. Yeah. Like I am generally nicer to, to Phil than I am to, to Mr. Riyadh, but um, really both of them should made the same mistake, but um, yeah, like there, there absolutely should have been two more goals at least. Um, yeah. 
And I will say this, look, Benzema, Benzema is the, okay. This is gonna set up a villain hero narrative, but I think it fits really well, okay? Is he the villain or is he the? So this is gonna, you'll, you'll, you'll get it, you'll get it, okay. Okay. So it's like, here's the thing, City versus Real Madrid, right? Benzema is Thanos. City is the Avengers. If you, if this was but on it, a podcast but it works, anyone though. could see my face right now. It, but it works though, because like, because all I think of is Benzema is inevitable, right? Like he is inevitable, <laughs> but City is this entire group of guys who are overpowered, right? And then there's just Benzema, like, <laughs> right? Should, Tell me I'm wrong. You, um, Tell me I'm the, wrong. You should use this as the title of the podcast. Think of something. And you're not Benzema. wrong. You're, I'm just laughing I'm, at you because it's, it's funny, funny. I know, but I'm right. <laughs> like the dynamic works. Um, it does work. Because, like, and honestly, you are right that it's almost inevitable that Benzema is going to score the first goal. Like, I like what possibly could Zinchenko have done in that scenario? Probably like, nothing. Like the fuck. Like I. Like yeah, there could have been some some more defensive in the lead up to the goal, but like the actual finish itself, like. Zinchenko's all over him like yeah he's just he's just Benzema like I it is what it is you know like he's just in that type of form right now that like there really isn't you know there isn't a whole lot anybody in the world can do about him when he you know gets in the right position so that's that I will say um the other two Madrid goals the second one, um, like, literally just doesn't happen if Kyle Walker is playing um, because that was a straight speed goal. Vinicius is just I mean, he just outran him. I mean, it was a nice move to get it past was. him. I won't, I won't, it was but a I nice move and it was a good finish in the else. end. But if, first of all, Fernandinho is not an outside back. No. <laughs> um, and Kyle Walker may have been beat in the same way, but the difference is Kyle Walker catches him. Right, exactly, um, yeah. And maybe Kyle Walker doesn't win the tag. Like, and then just, you know, sort of, so that, that sort of free range run doesn't happen if Kyle Walker's playing. So um, they do sound like if they expect Walker to be back for next week. Um, I know he trained this week, and, um, but was not in the squad for, for Tuesday. Mm, um, he yeah. trained on Tuesday, but he didn't play, um, well, wasn't in the squad. Yeah. Um, so I do expect to see him back next week, um, which will sort of, I think, honestly, to just take Vinicius out of the game. Um, and the yeah. third one is a PK. It's, I mean, it's a PK. He hits his arm. It, it oh, gets yeah. called on the field. Yeah. It's not getting, but that was straight bad luck, honestly. Yeah, like he's, I mean, it's, it, it glances, it, it glances off of his head onto his I arm. I mean, and I mean, you're not going to be able to argue in your hands, like, off, like, up no, and, like and, but it's also and it's not just, in like you wouldn't really expect him to jump in any other way, right? Like, it's just bad luck. It's just bad it's luck. It wasn't penalty, on him. Like, like, it was just like, yeah, there's nothing that could have probably prevented it from happening. No, it's just one of those things that happens sometimes. Yeah. It's just bad luck. Um, so I do think, like, honestly, I think if not for a little bit of bad luck, City wins that game 5-1. Or no, 6, six or 7 to 3 two 
I think. Because if like, you talk, I'll give you like were, five, two, six or seven. No, no, no. They won four, three, right? So if you, you take away the bad luck oh. of the PK, right? So that gives you oh, maybe two six, goals for Madrid. Maybe six, and two. then if you say, and then if you say the two goals that they, to, um, Mars and Foden should have scored in the first half and the one where Mars hit the crossbar, that's seven goals. I guess that seems like a lot to me. I, it, it is a lot. That's what I'm saying. It is a lot. City played that well. That is true. Well, they should have had just didn't. But that's what I'm saying. Those were three. Those were three opportunities where they absolutely should have scored. Yeah. Because the one that came off the crossbar, I wouldn't call that bad luck though. I would say like that's bad, bad job. Well, the cross crossbar, I do think is is a little luck. Yeah, crossball luck, but the other two, not bad decision making. Bad decision making. Bad decision making. But if not, like basically, what I'm saying is, I think that Madrid got lucky yeah I mean they definitely got lucky that that it wasn't didn't score more because yeah. if City had made better decisions it yeah. had been 4-1 going into halftime yes. and I think that's a totally different game all yeah. of this to say all of this to say I am I would rather have more than a one goal difference going into the second leg obviously but I don't feel like I feel good about the second leg I feel like you're in a good space as long as Benzema doesn't score a hat trick. Here's where here's where I'm at, right? De Bruyne is in goal scoring form. He's That's scored true. a lot. He's scored like one goal a game for the last several games. Gabriel Jesus. 2-0 in like the 11th minute. Was that mm-hmm. this game? Okay, yeah. Yes. That confused. Um, Gabriel Jesus is in excellent goal scoring form. He scored five goals in the last two games. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that's, like if City's got goals flowing, they've scored nine goals over the last two games, right? When City's got goals flowing, that's good. Um, so getting goals flowing is good. And honestly, like, yes, we gave up three. Some of them were bad luck. We're going to be strengthened defensively. Cancelo and Walker will both be back yeah, for the good. second leg. So that yeah. gives us an actual back four, like yeah. our, back, our best back no, no, four. No, no, I'm not trying to say that you're um, not going to win. I'm no, no, just I'm, just, I'm just talking about like why I feel good right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I think we're going to get some players back. That's a boost. We're in good form. We're playing well. Our best players are playing well. Um, and I just think that like, ultimately, like city is not the type of team that usually, obviously that's a caveat here. Knock on usually wood. You should not loses wood. at all. Like knock. they don't lose very often. Knock on wood, dude. I knock know. on oh your head. God knock on your head oh my god they don't Sorry, lose i'm a superstitious person and when they do it's not by that much so and i just feel like like i just feel like city wants it so bad this year like no i 100 percent agree with that that like, is so I true am genuinely not i genuinely don't think that anybody wants it more than city this year i think last year being so close and knowing that the only reason they didn't win it was their own fault. Like, yeah. I think they just want it so much. They want it more than anything, I think. Um, so yeah. I think, yeah, I, I will be, I will, moving on to the other game. Um, yes, I will be interested to see what the second leg looks like because I do not think Villarreal is cowed. 
No. And I mean, Klopp even said that he was like, I don't feel comfortable with my 2-0 lead. It's a 2-0 lead. Liverpool is in Liverpool. Not that Liverpool should be scared. Liverpool is obviously a very good team. They are, they are also playing very well. Their guys are in good form. Um, and they're going, they're going in with a two goal lead. Like that's nothing to scoff at, but Villarreal is a really interesting team to me. They don't seem to give a shit. No, that's the best way I can describe it. They, have they like, literally lose. don't care. They have they're nothing like, to lose. They're like, fuck you. Come play at our house. Yeah. It's not going to be so easy. No, like, I, I love it. I do. I like love it. the attitude. I love it. They don't like Unai Emery was like, we got 90 minutes to play, bro. Like, come at me. Like, and that's I, like, that's like the mentality that you have to have in that position that oh, you're yeah, in. Right. 100%. Like, and I, I will be very, very interested to see how that second leg goes. I honestly, I expect Liverpool to, to pull it out. Um, but I think I so could too. It, I think that I it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah. I could see it getting interesting. Yeah. Um, so I will, I will definitely be looking forward to, to that game and match up. It'll be fun. Having no yeah. work next week means that I won't have to worry about watching them or not. I will just watch yeah. Them. Well, so speaking of work, I'm totally screwed <laughs> for the city, <laughs> for the city game. Because oh, no. I am on duty that day. So oh. um, I'm going to, I've decided I'm going to take my lunch during the second half. Oh, okay. Um, so I was going to say, probably... you could try not to pay attention and watch a replay when you get home. I know. But I, that's not you. So I wasn't really going to think that you I will be that. on Twitter. I simply cannot. Also, like, considering that I have someone that I speak to every day who is a Real Madrid fan, like, that's simply not possible. Um, well, I'll text you then because I will most likely be watching. Yeah, so I will probably not be able to watch most of the first half, but I'll take my lunch during the second. So as long as it doesn't go into overtime, I'll be fine. Please don't go into overtime. <coughs> I don't think I'll survive overtime. But anyway, I expect it to be. Goals not being a thing anymore is interesting. Yeah, sure is. Um, because if away goals was still a thing, all Madrid would need to do is win one nothing. I know. Yeah. But it's not a thing anymore. This is why. And we don't have to get into this because we have other things that we want to talk about. But I miss away goals. I I do, but also not in, in this, this situation. Instance, I don't, don't. But I in miss them instance, as a I neutral don't. who enjoys the excitement. Um. Yeah. But, no. In this instance, I am. I'm quite, quite pleased, pleased that it's not. Yeah, I'm. I understand that. My point being, as me, I was looking forward to it. Um, but anyway, those games are next week, so we'll talk about them then. Shaping up to be potentially City Liverpool. Very interesting, to say the least. But we're excited. Both games this coming week should be very good. And we're going to move on now to this article that came out, I don't know when, today, yesterday, that is the best male soccer players um, age 21 or under 
and it's the top 39 players. Um, do we, how do we want to do this? Um, let's, let's just run through some. We can, we can, I don't think we probably will have that much to talk about until we get towards the beginning, but let's, yeah, that's what I thought till the bottom. But But, I would say, um, I would say first 37 through junior desk as a U.S. men's national team player, we take special interest. Um, and I feel like a decent spot, an understandable spot. Yep. Um, That's a good, that's a good look. Um, I will say Brendan Aronson, a few couple more down at 34. Yep. I'm very pleased with that. Um, I'm, I'm actually really pleased with that because I do think he frequently gets underrated and overlooked. Um, but I really like this, um, under his strengths situation, one of the top players in Europe without the ball, there are a few more avid and effective pressers around. This is why that, that line right there is why I think that he should play false nine for the U S yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I agree. No, I agree. I also think, um, I think that him potentially moving from Salzburg. Yeah. Summer. Maybe. I will say. But he might. I The World Cup being in the winter really messes things. I don't know as for him if it makes sense to move. Before or after. Club that like I almost think consistency playing time might be better and move post World Cup. I also think he might get some, if the U.S. has a decent performance and he has a decent performance at the World Cup, that might be a good sort of jumping off point for yeah. a move for him. Yeah. Um, anyway. I will say right below him, Eric Garcia. Yes. That feels a little, I, it, it doesn't feel high, but it kind of feels high. I just have not been impressed with him very much this year. Um, so I... I don't know. I feel very ambivalent towards him. I, I just, we'll see. Yeah. It's not really, it's not, I don't want to say it feels high because I don't know who I would like. Yeah. I don't have anyone else. Him, like he's definitely you know? long but I on just, this list. Right? I don't know. I just like, have not been super impressed with him the last, um, yeah. that makes sense. this past year. Um, okay. Da, 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 da. Ooh, 29. Oh, this kid is fucking legit. I yes. think he is so good. Um, As this says, he does need to work on his consistency, but he's 20. Oh my God. That'll but happen. when he is good, he is so, so good. So I think this good. kid, I said it actually in the Bayern. Um, yes. The first leg uh, of the Bayern Salzburg matchup. I think this kid is going to be, give it two years. This kid is going to be, you're going to be talking about him a lot. I think. Yeah. Um, I think, so I think he is really good. I I really like him. Um, yeah, I, I really yeah. like him. I will say 28 is an Arsenal player who is on loan. Classic. I will say there's um, a decent amount of center backs on this list. There are. Um, one can hope uh, we get this dude back sooner rather than later because I'd like him to play. That's all I have to say. <laughs> um, uh, Nico at 24. Um, yeah. He he appears to be the heir apparent for Busquets. Yes. Um, I think that's that's kind of what it is. Done. <laughs> there you go. Um 
this, I have no idea how to not destroy this kid's name at 23. 23. Um, Decatelaire. Decatelaire. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, he, I note, I remember noticing him specifically the last time I watched Belgium play. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, I just want, like, I remember him. Um, so yeah. I will be, I'll be interested. He's at Bruges right now, I suppose. Um, but, but I will see. There's another center back. There's a lot of center backs on this list. Gio Reyna at 21. I think he would be higher if he had played more this year. Yes. And I think that they kind of say that in this is that like he mm-hmm. was missing almost all season. So I don't really like this. I'm not going to be like, oh, he should have been higher. He just hasn't played. No, I genuinely like uh, if he'd been playing more, he'd be higher. Yes, I think so. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think he'd be top 15 for sure. Maybe even, uh, maybe even higher. I think he'd probably be top 10. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, I will say Martinelli at 19. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say I enjoy the fact that there's actually a lot of Arsenal players on this list because that gives me hope. Yep. But some. So. And he deserves that because he's had a lot of injuries. He's tore like his ACL like three times in a row. Mm-hmm. He's finally got consistency. Hell yeah. And then at 17, Emil Smith Rowe. Sorry. Arsenal. Uh, oh, I think he's so damn good. He's so good. Um, I would really like to see him um get a good get a good look with the English national I really team. Hope so. I really hope so too. Um I really it's hope tough because so. because England has just so many good midfielders but yeah um I think he's the real deal I think he's really good so I yeah so just me being happy that I have potential on my team for once anyway (laughs) um (laughs) let's see uh Rodrigo at 14 I swear to you I did not know he was 21 but I also didn't realize he was that young um Clearly, how much we pay attention to Real as a team, really. I think his his fate is sort of he could be in trouble if Madrid brings in Mbappe. Ah, uh, yeah. But though so I just read something today is, that said Mbappe is staying at PSG, which I don't trust. But I yeah. heard that Pochettino said that as of right now, he and Mbappe are staying, which oh, literally all that thing, means is I saw a thing that said they wanted to fire him. So. Well, I it was Pochettino who said this. Um, he was a little bit. Sketchy. I think in res- I think it was literally just like, well, they haven't fired me yet, <laughs> like, and he's not triggered yet. That's how it came off to me more than anything else. Oh, I got that. Okay, yeah. Anyway, that'll be an interesting thing to watch. I don't trust either of those things. Um, yeah, me either. But anyway, that's all I have to say about him. I think that's probably fair that he's talking to. Yeah. Um, ten. Um, how is he 17? Gabby's only 17. Yeah, man. He, I mean, he's yeah, also, man. if he replicates the season again. Let's just, let me just tell you what his, how can, how he can improve section says, Gabby's. It is hard <laughs> to find faults in the game of a teenager who seems to keep doing everything right. But he can fine tune his finishing skills. But this is the shortest, what can he, how can he improve that I've seen so far? (laughs) It's basically saying he doesn't need to, but he can. Yeah. 
but he's, he's been really, really good. Him and Pedri, mm. Barcelona's looking up if they can figure it all out. Yeah. But that's um, really a question mark. So we'll All see. right, Alfonso Davies at number nine. Yep. Yep. I think everybody is. Everybody is. He's him. been a little bit injured this season, but yeah, but still, I'm I'm really hoping for Canada to have a good showing in the World Cup. Um, um, Florian Verts is good. I didn't, I didn't realize, realize he, was he was that young. No, I, I thought either. he was like I thought he was more like 21. I did not. I knew he was young, but I don't think I knew he was 18. We're going um, great on our uh, assumptions of ages right now, but yeah, yeah we're doing really realize. good. We have a really good, um, really good grasp of how old people are. Like, how is he um, younger than Musiala? Like, that doesn't make sense. That's because Musiala looks like he's 15. So this is not when we want to start talking about how he's six years younger than us. Yeah, no, this is not when we think that all of these people <laughs> are so much younger are, than us. Are so much younger than us. Don't think about it. Okay, I was watching this basketball game. And this guy was 21, and I was like, how? Child. Child. Anyway. Anyway. Um, seven um, Musiala again 19 how yep um yep he has looked good for Bayern as yeah. one will look good I haven't really watched him play for Germany but I haven't watched Germany play that much so that's not saying much of anything anyway um number six again Arsenal Saka the dude's amazing <sighs> this man is so good this man, this man is, is so good mm-hmm so good he's literally so good I know he's so cute too it's really fun for me actually all these young guys like I remember watching like their first like games like the game like the like the games that they like debuted in Mm -hmm. and that's really fun to now see them yeah like just like kicking ass and he's like the best player on our team he's so good anyway Um, love it Okay, we've reached the top five now. Number five. Junior. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve that. Yeah. You are very good. I had my doubts earlier on, but hats off to you. Four, Jude Bellingham. This kid, man, this kid is so, 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 so good. He's so good. Really I good. literally, like... He's going to be so important for England. Yeah. He, I remember when everyone was like, oh my God, he moved to Dortmund and everyone was so excited. And then it like took a couple of games and then he like. Dude, he's so good. He's just really good on the ball and like his offensive movement forward. I'm going to be so, 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 so upset and he moves back to the Premier League because I know it's going to be to Liverpool. I know it's going to be I know it's going to be to Liverpool. I know. Isaac, if you're listening, I know. I know it's going to be to Liverpool and I'm not happy about it. (laughs) We'll make Kai happy with this one. Number three, Phil Foden. Hell yeah, my dude. You're doing good. Speaking of speaking of people who you watched debut grow into themselves I remember Phil Foden's debut during the U.S. tour several summers ago when he was like 16 a baby and I said it then 
this kid is the real deal. And it was just me and Pep. Me and Pep. Pep was like, I've never seen a player with a couple this. Couple of other people out there. Maybe a couple. But but Pep It was really me and Pep. Everybody else them. was like, this kid needs to get loaned out. He's not going to be whatever. Blah, 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 no, blah. Really, they don't call him. They do not call him the Stockport Iniesta for nothing. No. He, I mean, I, I'm Pep's ability to see talent is obviously amazing, but he did a really good job with this. He did a very excellent job managing Foden and getting him to where he is now. Great I think it's funny that his, I think it's funny that his, um, his, like how can it, he can improve is um, winning challenges. Like, have you seen this child? He is a small, small man. Well, he gets bumped off the ball a lot. That might be what it is. Not saying like he doesn't um, get like manhandled off the ball, but like he's just small, which is okay. No, but no, like I think like that's honestly like a size issue. There's not a whole lot he can no. do about that. No, no, no. I he doesn't, so. he probably stays on the ball like more than you would expect. Like he yeah. is more physical than you would perhaps think looking at him. Yeah. Um, I have some things to say about the top three, but I'm going to hold them until we're through all of them. Okay. Number two is Pedri. Can we argue with this? Probably not. The I have some arguments played... actually for the whole for the whole top three, we're, but we're gonna talk about them at Okay, I would just say this kid played like 15 bajillion games last year into the summer and he looked like he was 80 years old by the end of it. And so I respect him for that. Yep. And I mean he's very good. And then me being stupid reached the end of this list and was like, lol, Holland is 21. I didn't realize he was gonna be on this list. But I don't think that anyone would not put him as number one. Has he been the best one this season? I don't know. Is this what your top three question is about? You can discuss. Yes. So here's my issue with the top three. One of those three players has played consistently this year, and it is not either of the top two. I will also say bias city, but okay. No, but, but genuinely Pedri has not played a whole lot this year. I think if you want to talk about the 2021 calendar year, was there a, was there a set, wait, 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 but was there a criteria for this? I don't think so, but they excluded several people who hadn't played enough. I'm looking because this is a good point, but I'm wondering. They, because they excluded some guys. They excluded some guys who hadn't played enough, right? And I understand that you can't leave guys like Pedri and and Holland off because they are so clearly two of the top three midfielders, but or midfielders players in the world right now, like an under twenty. Oh, just says consistent performance over a sustained period. That's that's yes. But that's a, that's a really like wonky. So my yeah, issue that makes with no sense. That I'm not think, saying that that definition. But also, sense. you. I think it's funny that you said city bias. Like my other two teams aren't Barca and Dortmund. Yeah, but still, still. Okay, hold up. Still. That, okay. No, 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 no. You have a bias towards city, and especially Phil Foden. Okay. I, I was gonna say. I tell think you would probably you be more not. accurate. I think you would probably be more accurate to say that I have a Phil Foden bias in this case okay, than a city bias. Whatever. Because I'm because just I am deep. You are slightly biased. That man. And I get it. You're just no, but you my, that you're not slightly biased. No, I am slightly biased, okay. but I don't think my reasoning in this sense is it's about outrageous. my bias. Oh. 
Okay. I well, think that this reasoning in my sense is about like Phil Foden has played all year and been consistently good. I know, so I think like, I know, but I don't know if like it had been if it was a switch thing and it was Foden and one he hadn't played in Holland was in three, if you would be saying that. That's all I'm saying. I I don't think yeah. either of us would know. Ah, ah, nah. You can't even say it. So I know I'm right. I'm okay with you saying it. I'm just making that point right there. But not necessarily making towards Phil Foden. I'm not necessarily making the argument that it should be different. I am just saying that I think the inconsistency, my biggest issue with this list is the inconsistency applied in recent performance. Okay. Because it seems like some players have been ranked based on their recent performance, whereas other players have been based on the, have been ranked on their overall reputation. Sure. But I don't think anyone can argue with the fact that Holland is probably the best player 21 or younger. I'm not necessarily saying that. On like overall, I don't think that you are saying that. But the question is what this list is supposed to represent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think that that is my, that is my potential. And it's not necessarily an argument, but my just thought provoking point. Yes. About no, this. No, no. Because I think that's not just true of the top three, but I think that's also like kind of true of the whole. Um, the whole list. Well, that's what we were saying, list. right? Like, would Reina um, be higher if he had played more? But but he also only played like ten games or something like that. And then there are players that didn't play enough to even make the list. Like, there were a couple players listed at the top. They were like, yeah. they've not played enough games. Yeah. So I'm just like, what is the threshold there? Like, I don't think that they probably really thought too much about it. And here we no, are. No, but I do think that there are like sure. a handful of. There are like, I think some players whose reputations from last yes. year yes, are helping them yeah. a lot. Yeah. Also, I will just say in defense of my Phil Foden bias. As long as you say it, I'm okay with you saying it. In defense of else. my Phil Foden bias, he is by far the most established player on this list. He is the guy on this list who has been good for the most years. Yeah, well, he's been playing the longest. Well, that's what that that's what I mean. He's the most established yeah. player, <laughs> but he's also Uh-oh. like he's he's also he older. Is, he's older than let's say Bellingham or Pedri. But no, yes, he's right older. He is older. He is older than most of. He is definitely on the, his birthday. He will turn twenty-two in May. He's barely. He is yeah, barely good. young enough. He's like to right on this list. top. No, no, no. Um, I'm not trying to argue with you. You are right. I was just trying to do math in my head. I he is, I think, very the most established player. Yeah. I think he is the most, he's one of the, the obviously not the only. I think the top three are pretty undeniably yes. gonna be good for their entire careers. Yes. But I think sometimes the the problem you can run into with these under 21 lists is these sometimes guys look really good and then they don't ever you know, improve well, after about 21 know. or so, I mean, right? But know. I think like the case of, and this is true of the, top, the all of the top three and probably most of the top, probably ten. most of this list, honestly, but definitely I the would top say, ten. yeah. But like, I don't think any, not a single person is questioning like whether Phil Foden is gonna like s- still be an elite player when he's 25, right? Like nobody, well, or in no. Holland and no. Pedri, like 
they're all clearly players who are, you know, generational talents. Yeah, um, I would agree. So I think that, yeah. And just think, just think about where Holland's going to play next year. No, I, I, I hate it. And I'm just going to say, it's going to make me like root for City less, even though I like him. Because you root for City so much now. I root for them. I wanted them over Liverpool. That's not that's not a real high bar. <laughs> I want them over Real Madrid. Another that's also bar. not a real high bar. <laughs> uh, I'm trying here. What if they played someone else? Who'd they play in the last round? I wanted them over. Who'd they play last? I don't even remember. That's sad. Atletico. I probably wanted them over Atletico. We're rambling now. I'm just going to say, I don't hate City, but I dislike the rules that allow City to be City. Can I say that? Does that make sense? AKA, their owner, her, who's a, who's a petrochemical. Yeah. They're not the but- only ones. They're not the only ones. So it's not like it's only City. I'm hating the rules that allow it to be like that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I, I just, just think it's important. I just think that it's important to acknowledge when people are going to talk shit about city in that way, which is totally fair. You just have to, you know, acknowledge that they ain't the only ones because people, I, people I shit on fans. who like to act like Liverpool fans, um, like to act oh. like city's the only club in the world that does that. Oh, no, no, I'm definitely, I'm against all of it. I think it's bad, terrible, shouldn't be a thing. You know this about me. And I just don't like it. We had no miscellaneous stuff until now, but we do have a miscellaneous item. Which is Holland. I think Holland. He's probably going to go to Man City. This is what we were rambling about. Sorry. um, Yeah, that like nonsensical really... um, sort of like vague rant that's what we're talking about I don't know why we didn't um, just say what we were talking about beforehand because we because we forgot we were recording a podcast for a second and we're just like talking to each other this <laughs> happens a lot it's okay that's um, the fun part but that's why we this is self-indulgent anyway and the only person who listens to it is like my dad hi dad <laughs> some of my friends I um, think might um anyway I'm pretty confident that my dad listens to every episode and look He's the only we, person that I feel we confident value, about. We value our listeners and our loyal listeners. So yeah, shout you. out, dad. <laughs> shout out, dad. We appreciate um, it. Yeah. Um, anyway, point being, obviously the the sort of sharks have been circling Holland for ever. <laughs> um, but sure. it has become increasingly clear that he is likely to move this summer um and the the shortlist has narrowed further and further and further and it does look more and more like it is going to be city um i'm obviously pleased about this obviously i want obviously he's leaving a team that i support and he's a player that i like so i ultimately want him to be at a club that i like so I can continue to support him um just sort of generally that is how I feel about most of the times players that I like leave the clubs that I support I prefer them to go to one of the other clubs that I support um 
which to be fair happens like more often than than like other people probably like i really liked ferran torres um he left city and went to barcelona so <laughs> i still really like ferran torres like um i still mourn leroy sane every day of my life i mourn leroy leroy sane i love that man i miss that man anyway um obviously holland is a huge boost to whoever he gets but it it is it is looking more and more likely that it is city um just in term for for a variety of reasons i think city's a a balanced team age-wise they've got young talent mature talent um they've got a world-class coach they've got have excellent you know sort of results as of late but don't look like they're going to stop anytime soon um good coach good resources good league there's a family connection there and they've got the money to pay him whatever the hell he wants um That's oil hell yeah sorry yeah um but Cause, and, yeah because madrid's mean, money it, is super clean <laughs> but uh, i don't think I know, anyone Arsenal has an owner who literally spends his money on the LA Rams. So this is where we're at. Anyone with enough money to own a football team is probably not getting their money from something good. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before. Anybody yes. who is rich enough to like own a whole and football club like like is probably them. a bad person. Yes. <laughs> like, um, Just putting it out there. Don't like any yeah. of them, but yeah. But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless. City is uh, like one of the richest clubs. Um, Yes. And they have the money to pay him whatever he damn well pleases. So um, it is obviously not a done deal. It is not done until he is holding a jersey at the Etihad um, and signing them papers. Um, so, you know, but it is looking increasingly likely um, enough that I'm starting to think about it um, a little bit more sort of like realistically and just thinking about I just sometimes I think to myself how how many goals will be scored by Erling Holland on the end of Kevin De Bruyne crosses and you and die I just happy. Get happy and I just get happy I don't he's I mean one of the best the best striker under the age of 25 and the best midfielder in the world Well, I'm going to be back here hoping Arsenal can make the Champions League maybe for the second year in a row. So, hell yeah. Here we are. It'll be a fun season next year, but we're not done with this season. And as we wrap up, it's going to be a fun end. We're going to cross our fingers and hope we can record again soon. No promises per usual because we are inconsistent in our lives. And but, we've stopped making promises that we are not going to keep. Yeah, so, because we tried to do that for no like promises. two weeks and then we like f- failed immediately. We did do like three weeks in a row and then we went totally MIA. Yeah, for like two weeks. But yeah. now we're rambling per usual at the end of the pod. But this was fun and maybe you'll hear from us next week and maybe you won't. Guess we'll just have to find out. Hell yeah. Bye. Oh. That's all for this week. We'll see you next week on Kicking Balls.